Listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We are also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to your Facebook page, just uh, look up New Haven Independent or Green Haven Media. Hit see first, and you can hit see all the great programming we have here on WNHH. New Haven Independent. Good afternoon, everyone. Uncle Lou, it's March 21st. We are officially into spring. Yes, we are. And so first off, because we love everything about it, happy happy birthday to my mother, Joe. Oh, so. happy birthday to your mom. Without her, you would not be here. So thank you, Mrs. Vega. There you go. So happy Good birthday, job. mom. Big shout out. So yeah, big was- shout out to mom. You know what I mean? Very excited about it, Joe. This was a very adventurous, productive weekend, I would like to say. Just uh, this week has been Yeah, really I wanted cool. to ask you about that. Nikan, big Nikan weekend. You got to go up to Massachusetts, see the people. How was Joe, it? Tell, it was tell another us all day. about us. Joe, you know, I'm excited to hear about everything you got going on there. I know we're just going to roll into our show. We have two guests today, um, so we want to make sure we have time for everybody. We also have our calendar events. There's just a quick rundown of what we normally do every single week here on Cannabis Corner on uh, WNHH. So without that, without my okay. mom, happy birthday to mom, happy anniversary to my parents. Joe, it's a pleasure to see you. Um, I hope everything's rocking and rolling. This week, a big shout out for Isaiah. Isaiah, a big member of our team, actually got a little food poisoning this weekend. And uh, so big shout out to him. He will not be with us. But I guess we can run over some of the standard events that we have every week. Nothing too crazy. So. Right, yeah. So um, looks like, you know, Pioneer Valley is doing its normal events. Uh, we got Fridays and Sundays with Kill a Smoke. Uh, and then we also have the Fridays event. And they are also doing a Sundays event. Uh, and Brittany is going to be our guest today, which is which is another event. Uh, there's also a big rally at the uh, Capitol tomorrow, which That's right. obviously has a lot to do with all the events that we promote. Yep, uh, and we want to make sure that as you listen, if you are somebody who is interested in supporting the community in that uh, endeavor, please make sure to get out, show up, send your letters, call your representatives. Uh, especially if you live in one of the areas that your representative is a little anti, uh, the events or anti anything that's going on, you know? So that's a big part, uh, of what we have going on. That's going to be at the Capitol. I believe that starts at 10. That's sponsored by the Canna Warriors and the CT Gift Gang. Uh, so that's an, that's an important thing if you want to keep these events going. And like I said, our calendar will be up later. Uh, yep. With all this specific events going on, but I do know that is one that I definitely wanted to highlight 
to make sure that people get out there. And like you said, call their, if they can't make the rally, call the representatives and do, uh, you know, do what needs to be done. I also wanted to announce that we're going to be doing some new classes starting on April 9th. Uh, and we'll have all that information. We're going to be doing grow classes and classes that have to, and workshops that have to do with more like cooking and more like infusion. So we're trying to cover both spectrums there with the grow. Yeah, we're really excited to continue this series going on. This is something that we've all kind of worked out over the last couple of years independently and a lot of groups and organizations uh, through different cities and towns are starting to sign up. Uh, educational opportunities for everybody are really popping up. Um, we're very, very, very excited to announce a lot of those classes. Look, look for those online. We promote, yeah. uh, if you guys have classes that you're looking to put on, please make sure to get them over to Green Haven so you, they can be added to the promotional calendars. Uh, yeah. whatever you do in this space, we want to make sure you have a small voice and do something and get it out there. And we want to make sure that your word is also heard. So there's a, that's uh, right. list that's, literally, that's yep, why we're here, right, Lou? That's what we do. So all you do is just shoot us a message and it'll be thrown on our calendar. Um, right. And we'll have you on the show. You know, there's all kinds of opportunities to work with us and we do want to support you. Uh, so let's uh, talk about what we, who we, who we have going on today. We'll do a knee can recap a little later, maybe. Um, yeah. And then let's talk to Brittany. All right. So right now with us coming on the air, is Brittany Drawn, and Brittany is a CT Canna warrior, and as we all are, and a credit queen. I'm interested to hear about that because I could use some help with my credit. She that is a huge industry right now. <laughs> just throwing it out there because even like I got somebody helping me with that. Just throw Sorry. Yeah. Brittany services are obviously hot right now. Cannabis and your credit. Get this right. She has always loved the plant. And it's helped her get through some of her hardest times. She started as a vendor at the bazaar and she met some amazing people who have become like family to her. So she decided to start up her own uh, little uh, events in her own area. And she's looking forward to learning and growing with the Canna community. And she's so grateful to provide an opportunity to connect with everyone. And Brittany, how are you today? It's a pleasure to have you on the show. We love the fact that you're doing events and the fact that you're really doing them to connect with people. Because isn't that why we were out there doing it right? We really just want to connect with others and, you know, be a big part of this large, large can of family. So you started out at the bazaar. How did you start out? What were you vending? What were you doing? So pretty much I'm from Hamden originally. Okay. So right so, um, a lot of the people from the bazaar are also from the Hamden area. So I'm from Hamden, so I've always, you know, loved the plant. And I got started with the bazaar because I went to the how awesome it was and how everyone was so teaming up and everyone was friendly and you know, everybody was just sharing things and I was seeing so many things that I've never saw. I've been, you know, to California, been to different dispensaries, but once gave me the opportunity to see a large spectrum of different things I never saw. So, of course, I was, you know, really interested and um, I got involved and I just loved it. Just going there every week, you know, seeing your friends, your family, because now, you know, we're seeing each other. Every week. We're all like family and we're all for the same team. Just like you said, we're all, you know, ready for tomorrow. I know I'll be out there tomorrow for the rally. Oh, good, good, good. 
here tomorrow, um, 10 to 4. Um, we'll be gifting, you know, and we will be sending out emails if you're unable to come. So um, I'll be there tomorrow. Very cool. I hope you do some live streaming. Let us know how it goes. Um, we all know social media is awesome. Get it out there. Make sure people understand what's going on. Yep. It's great to actually see everybody out there doing this. If you've got the time, go ahead. If you can't, make sure you send those emails. Make sure you make those phone calls. You know, Brittany's speaking real truth right now. We would not have legalization if we didn't do these kind of things. So we have to just continue to do what we always did. And you know what's nice, Lou? To see new people like Brittany. Because if you remember when we were doing the original legalization, it was a pretty small group of us who actually were doing it. And I want to shout out to Christina now for carrying that torch and really organizing this event and getting it, you know, getting, keeping the fire going. That's why she's Christina fire, right? That's she's right. Keeping, <laughs> she's keeping the fire going because it does never end. And, you know, it's nice to see people like you, Brittany. And I notice a lot of new people joining the front since cannabis became came legal. So, and as an activist and one of the OGs, I want to thank you. And I appreciate that. Yeah, there's strength in numbers. And I talked with Christina and just to be able to go to the event, I think everyone should go because we're all for the same thing. And it's strength in numbers. The more people, the, the more noise we'll make. Um, so I definitely been promoting, I, you know, told everybody to come out, even if you can't stay out for the whole time, just to be out to come and support because we all love the plant. So if right. they start to find us or bring us, you know, criminally bring us to jail or anything like that, it will really hurt a lot of people. I have a lot of people who write me and they're so thankful, you know, at the events, they come to me, they give me a hug and they're like, I'm so thankful that you're doing this, you know, just providing the opportunity for them to come. And they're so grateful and, you know, we're giving out so much stuff and they're like, thank you. Thank you. They love it so much. So to be able to take that away or, you know, fine us or, you know, bring us to jail for it, it wouldn't be fair. Um, so you have to come out and support. And that's why another reason why I got up here, because I said, this is the perfect time to be able to give a voice. Um, yeah, well, no, yeah, we appreciate you coming on the show and it's good that we're discussing this because, you know, regardless of what happens with the legislator, because we have to be realistic with the state. They want their pound of flesh, to put it to put it mildly. You know what they're mad about? That they're not getting taxes. Okay, so that's that's what it comes down to. So I have a feeling that they are going to try to regulate it in some way. Now we've already had kind of a victory by taking the criminal aspect out of it. That was number one. Then they actually, I believe, took the word "gift" out of it. So. It doesn't cover when you actually do, when you're giving something to your friend or when you're throwing a party or when, you know, people in a collective, you, you know what a collective is, since uh, are, are, do, are exchanging cannabis, people can't be fine. But what I want to say about that is regardless of what they do. I think they dropped the fine from 10000 to 2500 Yes, so they right did. Yeah, we but it sh if it, it should be the fine, if, if they're going to fine you, the fine should be commiserate with like what it is for possession, 150 bucks. You know what I mean? Something like that. You know what I mean? And and then they're not clear on who they're going to find. Are they going to find the gifter or the giftee? You know, so 
right? Who's getting fined? <laughs> so they need to clarify this stuff. But what I was going to say is at least it brought this to the forefront, to the front. You know what I mean? It brought it to their attention that right. this was something that needed to be dealt with. So now, hopefully, we can find a legal framework in order to do this. Do you know what I'm trying to say? One that they can benefit from and that the patients in Connecticut can benefit from because they have to admit they have done a terrible job with the medical program. And what they don't realize is many of the people that attend these bazaars are medical patients. Yeah, they really are. And another thing saw that they were allowing multiple applications to be submitted, which, you know, we're all trying to save up our money so that we can, you know, become legal, fill out our application. And now we have people who are rich. Yeah. Who are multiple Lou knows all about that. I think he has something to say about that. He knows all about how that Go happened. Ahead, Lou. Go ahead, Lou. We mute up. Man, there's going to be at least five companies that I've already said no to that are going to be doing this. And they're putting in, I heard, 10,000, thousands of applications thousands. into the lottery, right? So those of us who, who, can't, who are doing this by the lottery, who have put in only one or two, are really, <coughs> really have very, very little chance. And these companies, make it clear, Lou, we're not from Connecticut. These were yep. companies from out of state that contacted you and told you that they were going to put multiple. Oh, I wasn't the only one they contacted. They literally contacted the entire group of advocates that won't say anything, won't do anything. That's they, every single one of them have gotten an offer from somebody. And um, this is, it's, and, and this is a loophole that the legislators need to be looking at. Like one per applicant. You know? Yeah, it's not, especially for individuals who, you know, we've been waiting for this. Everybody's planning, saving. Right, saving up their $500, right? You know what the, you know, well, since we're having a great conversation about it right now, it's. You're muted, you're muted. Yep, it's uh, where we're going and where did everybody position themselves. The state of New York is not giving anybody who wasn't a hemp farmer for the last two years a grow license. Doesn't matter what you do, where you were, where you're at, how much, how little, doesn't matter. If you weren't a hemp farmer for the last two years, you're not going to be a grower. It, that's just the way New York did it. Virginia's moving in that same light. Um, Pre-qualifications. Yes, we're scripting and saving and getting into where we can. There's a lot of ways to make money and there's a lot of ways to raise money. And realistically, people don't make money unless they take some of ours or find a way to do it. I said no to a whole lot of companies. And the one company that's been with me for the last four years, when they supported me in the hemp world, where they still have stayed out of every single, nobody knows who my partner is because I've said it a thousand times. I posted everywhere who my partner is. It's not even a question. Merida Capital LLC has been on my back with me and I own my company. I pay a vig, but. I own my company. There's a lot of people who can't say they don't own their company. I own my company. When you're partnering with organizations like the Minority Cannabis Business Association, Minorities for Medical Marijuana, it boosts what you do. I got my way because I joined the Cannabis Accelerator Program through the Minority Cannabis Business Association. Every single one of you guys can too. Brittany, 
Have you applied for any business accelerators through the Minority Cannabis Business Association, Minorities for Medical Marijuana, or any of the awesome guests that we bring on to the show? Because I'm meeting with So Chill CBD. They just got granted $50,000 by the city of Hartford and their CBD brand to expand their CBD brand into cannabis. This is through Rise Connecticut. Okay. These are things that are Write in place down. currently that people are not moving towards. I am a Latino male from the hood. I don't have a dollar to my name, but realistically, if you do it right, you can get yourself a credit line from a lot of places. You got bad credit? Who do you got to go see? Because I had to go see a gentleman. I Coach Akeem, I'll throw it out there. Coach Akeem is the homie that helped me with all my stuff. You got to get your paper right if you want to get your paper right. I have an 800 credit score. Oh, you got <laughs> what? See, that's yeah. what I want to ask you about. What is the credit queen? Credit is that why yeah. you're the credit queen? Yeah, I've already been an entrepreneur for six years. So I've already see? been, I've been fixing years. I've been doing that full time before I got with the bazaar. You know, that's what I've already, already done. Um, so I do a bunch of different things. What do you um, do? Do you fix people's credit? I do. I help people remove negative items from their credit. I help people. I'm get wait, I'm going to talk to you off air. My <laughs> I help people add their rent onto their credit to get that type of rental history because a lot of people have no I help people start up, build credit, secure credit cards, trade lines, um, add, adding your rent on to your credit, a few ways to build your credit. Um, so, yeah, no, credit is definitely not a problem, an issue with okay. me. I have A1 credit. So that's what I'm talking. See, this is this is the conversations that we try to highlight. We're in the cannabis industry, but we're entrepreneurs. We have been entrepreneurs longer than this plant right. has been legal. Right. So now we are taking what we know how to do exactly and, and putting it into the credit card, into, into the cannabis world. Legally. I, I went to college. I, so I got sick. I couldn't do very much else. I got disqualified from the military because I was sick. They removed my large intestine. I, they have an ostomy bag. I have Crohn's disease, all this rigmarole. So I went to college. I went to University of New Haven. Then I went to Obertus Magnus. I got myself an MBA. I was an entrepreneur businessman before I moved into the cannabis phase. My grandfather was a farmer. My father's a mechanic from the hood. Like my goal growing up in the 90s and the 80s was to be a successful businessman. Why would I wanna be anything other than successful when everything around me, I'm stepping over the homeless, I'm going to the hood, five, you know, 10 years old, going to the corner store, it's the bodega, you, oh, my father wants a pack of cigarettes and, 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 a, and a six pack, make sure to throw it in a bag, put it on the credit slip and have my 10 year old ass walking through the hood with the, you know what I mean? This is a big difference from where we are these days. You wanna become an entrepreneur and you chose cannabis as your field, what are you gonna do? I hope everybody is that's listening, I am not a financial advisor, but if you notice that the stock market is down 60% overall right now across the board and you have some money to put in, give it a year, you might double your money. I know that my kids play this stupid little game called Roblox and that stupid little game has made me, you know, it's done its thing. Moving around, up, down, it's at $47 right now. Six months ago, it was $125. So just sixty. I got Roblox too, cause my, you know, I'm, I'm a first. <laughs> I'm an it. investor first. Um, oh, yeah. So I invented. They may I'm, not like. 
these large corporate companies, but at $5 a share, when they're about to bounce up to like 12 to $15 a share, I'm not a financial analyst. I'm not financially secure about any of this stuff. I've lost a ton of money in the stock market. Do Me not too. do what I say. I'm just saying, do your homework. Right. You may not like some of the people that, listen, I invest in war companies. I knew which is where we at. I may not like the company that makes the bombs, but you know, I, I invested in the stock in market. I invested in corporate cannabis. It's down right now. I'm losing money, but I know within five years, those corporations are all going to be the, the huge players, whether I like them or not. I mean, I hate to admit that on the air, but sorry. Uh, I bought them. <laughs> but anyway. So, so Brittany, this is where we now are able to do things that we have to understand. We're entrepreneurs. Like, I have children. Brittany, it sounds like you might have children, you know, or at least. Or loved ones that are around that you care for. You know, this is something you're making sure that hopefully your legacy will be able to give them the step up that you never got. You know? That's exactly what it is. It really is an opportunity. I do have a son. I'm all for generational wealth. Um, my mom is uh, an entrepreneur. I come from an entrepreneur background. My dad's a realtor here in, um, in Florida. He just became a realtor out there. They're relocating out there. Um, but my mom, she's an entrepreneur. She's been an entrepreneur her whole life. So just like you said, when it's just in you, um, you just have a different mindset. So um, I already had an entrepreneur mindset and I saw the opportunity. Um, I do my little thing with the growing. Let's not say little thing. Don't, don't, let's not, you're let's a, not say little thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, tell us about what you have going on. We're very proud to share. Yeah, this we're, yeah, we're very yeah. We want to uh, tell us about what you got going on at, uh, on Fridays and Sundays, and but what else besides that? So um, you know, Fridays and Sundays, I'm doing like a little small intimate um, gathering. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Um, you know, we have some Connecticut grown people there, vendors. Um, so ultimately, it's it's a nice collective space where friends can come together and just celebrate the idea of what's going on. Do you do different um, themes or anything like that that goes along with it? Um, yeah. Charities you may help support? Yeah, we actually give away mostly. That's why I named it the Give Back, because I just basically give everybody things at the door. Every event, we're always giving away. We have giveaways at the door. And we're just That's hanging awesome. out the music and you know having a good time enjoying each other's company networking because ultimately every event i think um every gathering we're at is a networking opportunity i met so many people um so many people there that do so much different things i just met a girl who made waist beads um she was just there you know hanging out and i, I love waist beads so you know she had a business card and you know everything is networking um just like i fix credit just about everybody who i talk to they're like oh i need your services i'm trying to do this or i want to fix my credit so just to be able to network networking is everything um so that's what i really think everything is about networking so I is agree. it fair to say you're the cannabis friendly credit queen? Yeah, I said cannabis and credit is definitely my thing. So I can be the cannabis and credit queen. And I love it. Now, love now, it. Brittany, you've got the events going. What, what are like, what are your goals in the industry? Where do you want to take it from here? Well, for one, I planned on um, putting myself in a few of the different lotteries. I do. I, I am a little amateur grower. So 
I'm um, looking to put myself in a few of the lotteries, just making sure my, my things together as far as paperwork and everything and make sure I have everything together. But I plan on um, doing some things. I have a few of my family members who, well, since I'm from Hamden, you know, we all used to do things back in the day. But when I had my the Grizzly Pack team that I'm with, they started off in Hamden. They're a group of guys. And, you know, they used to get, you know, harassed by the Hamden police for smoking. So we're looking to, you know, open up something to be able to, you know, just stay in our area. I like to be in Hamden and, you know, start where we came from. So keeping whatever we do in Hamden, I'm looking to submit a few applications to get into a few lotteries. And I have my credit to go. I'm looking to invest in something. I'm looking to team up or network with whoever. That's why I'll be out tomorrow because I'm just like I said, I'm looking to grow and learn with everyone. So when you go to these events or you know these um parties and you're just hanging out you're networking with people who might know yeah. more people who might be have something to bring to your table and that's basically what i'm trying to do so before we move on to the next one i want to make sure everybody can get your contact information on how people can probably reach you in instagram or whatever you want to share um big fact i was arrested and sentenced to eight years through hamden um so it was hamden <laughs> where i was arrested um so the hamden Hamden completely knows who the, who who I was. Um, eight years they gave me when they raided my place. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went through the whole thing. Like right. I went through the entire per. Like I just got off. Like like my my sentence just finished. Finished finished September eleventh last year. Everybody, I've been doing this radio show for four years. Nobody knew this. You know what I mean? Like coming out of the closet. I'm the only one. That, I'm the only one Hamden, knew. what? <laughs> They raided my house so hard. It was my that my neighbor thought I was like selling crack out of my back door. And I was like, whoa, bro, you got like a swastika flag hanging up. And I'm the problem. I know in New York they were doing, um, you know, people who were convicted, they're getting like first dibs. One of my best friends was convicted in nine years for cannabis. So he already told me that officer had mentioned something to him so hopefully in Connecticut we can do something to get ourselves a chance because I was actually losing a little hope when I heard that you know people could submit multiple applications and people were just going to submit thousands or hundreds so here's a here's a here's a stupid horrible horrible thing that everybody will hate me for saying and I don't even care they need a thousand applications from out of state but you have to be a resident Seems like a lot of people are about to get some ownership if you're one of the people that partner with them. There's not just four MSOs. There are literally thousands of them. Right. Every state has an MSO. Every state. Before I even partnered with anybody else, I was an MSO because I operate in Puerto Rico. I'm a hemp MSO. I'm a vertically integrated hemp MSO. I work in Puerto Rico and I ship to 17 different countries. My daughter got picked on in school the other day and she looked at the girl and goes, do you understand that I don't have time to be picked on? I have to go home and help my father build a business. She's 12. She's 12. This is what we should be teaching our children. I don't have time to fight in school. We're building a legacy. Right, exactly. So if you're if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for investors, there are a ton of them out there. 
Right. And if you, especially if you have some kind of track record. So Brittany, tell us how we can get a hold of you, where we can find uh, information about your events okay. and um, you know, how people can get your services if they need them. Awesome. So I am on Facebook. Um, I also have a Facebook for the events. It's called Grizzly Pack Events. My Facebook is Brittany Bianca Drawn, and my Instagram is Geechee Girl. So it's G-E-E-C-H-I Girl. That's and we, of course, always are supporting your events through Greenhaven Media as well. Uh, we appreciate you uh, for what you're doing. You have a great day tomorrow. Please go knock them dead for us. You know, give those legislators a piece of your mind, especially Mike. Uh, and uh, we will be in touch. It was a pleasure having you on, and um, hopefully we can help you out a little bit. But we definitely would love to see you succeed uh, and, and make your way through the cannabis industry. And don't give up hope. Do not Thank give up hope. Thank you so much for having me. We spent 10 years trying to get this plant legal. If we had given up hope, it never would have happened. Now's not the time. Okay. Thank you, Brittany. We will see you soon. Take care now. Thank you for having me. All righty. Bye-bye. That's Fridays and Sundays. Friday and right. Sundays. Thank there you. Bye-bye. All right. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to your Facebook page, look us up and hit see first so you can see all the great programming we have here on WNHH and Greenhaven Media. All right, Lou, we're going to bring on our next. Uh, yes, sir. I'm super excited about next, this. Yes. We have coming on right now, Mr. Jordan Rosenswig from Terrapin Terpenes Genetic. And Terrapin's Terpene Genetics is a small batch craft cannabis breeding, cloning, consulting, and event production company managed and operated by Jordan Rosenzweig. With a background in education and education in event management prior to working in the cannabis industry, he's able to combine his three passions to bring folks terpene-rich medicinal genetics at affordable rates. His company's philosophy centers around people over profits and quality over quantity. Patients and growers find his genetics through terrapinterpenesgenetics.com or at local New England events, including New England's Finest, a market which he co-founded, and as well as other markets throughout Connecticut, Massachusetts, and New York State. He was born and raised in New England, and his goal is to highlight that East Coast-grown cannabis is not only higher quality than most of the product flown in from out of state, but it's also a safer and cleaner product. Well, I like that a lot, East Coast grown cannabis. I like that, Jordan. Welcome. How are you? You're Jordan, you're on mute. I'm mute. There we go. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm wonderful today. It's it's great to be here. Excellent, excellent. So Terrapin Terpenes Genetic. Tell us a little bit about it, how you got started. Uh, terrapin, obviously, you got you like turtles, right? So tell I, me a little bit. So they, they're, uh, they're my favorite too, my friend. Yeah, I play on the double entendre of uh, terrapins being a deadhead reference, and I'm a University of Maryland alumnus, so go terrapins. Uh, I got into the cannabis world uh, quite young, uh, using it medicinally to treat depression, anxiety, and chronic pain. Uh, I've torn my meniscus a couple of times 
uh, and have a twisted spine. So cannabis and I have a really close relationship. Um, I started my first company when I was 14, uh, doing yard work and snow removal in Manchester, Connecticut. Um, and since then have gone on to produce events through the university of Maryland, such as, uh, Odyssey of the mind world finals, um, sports camps through the different athletic programs, uh, and a variety of different, uh, academic conferences. I also taught and hold a master's degree in education um, and have helped uh, three startups in the state of Massachusetts get their licensing and work through the first years of commercial operations uh, before going into my own uh, business as Terrapin Terpene Genetics. Um, what my company really is about is hunting those terpene-rich varieties that provide true medicinal value and crossing them together to create an abundance of terpenes and complex aromas and flavor profiles uh, that leave people guessing at what's really there and why they're feeling so wonderful. Um, I do this at, in a way that makes it accessible to all. Uh, my genetics, whether it be clones or seeds, are sold pretty much at cost. Um, my five seed pack- Hold on, sold. Jordan. Yes, sir. Don't say at cost. Remember, I'm a farmer. I know what cost is. <laughs> affordable rate. There so you go. You're looking at $20. For a 10 pack, you're looking at 40, you know, and that's because seeds and I advocate seeds all over the place. Let me be very fair about that. Everybody will see me, talk to me. I walk around with a pocket full of seeds and everywhere I go. You can literally walk up to me and get a free fat five pack of seeds. I usually give away everything because that's one of my biggest things. Everybody. Yeah. So in some countries, you just eat fruit. When you eat fruit, the seeds from the fruit, you throw them on the, into the dirt, into the sides. And that's how we have food growing in beautiful areas all the time. I, like I said, I'm Puerto Rican. You can literally walk the street, pull a mango off the tree, a papaya. You can Want literally go do it. Want me to go do it right now? I got them right in my backyard. <laughs> so this plant, like any other plant should be spread. Those are very Absolutely. fair wage. Those are very fair price points. A, a one plant will give you a thousand seeds. You know what I mean? Plastic clones, all that stuff there. Those are all fair. And, um, I think everybody should be growing. I think Absolutely. every single, if you don't think you can grow, if you don't think you got space. Try it anyway. Try it anyway, literally. <laughs> and people sign up on my website. We do free everything. You know, they come over and they talk. I give I give away probably a thousand hours a, a month on um, just free education to people. And But you know, those are the things we all do in the silence, right? Wow. Um, giving the seed part so you have very affordable seeds if somebody was and obviously donations for people who can't and you know yep. the, the entire holistic approach absolutely um, as an entrepreneur as well there's always avenues that you, the lights have to stay on one might say right all always. right <laughs> the lights have to stay on and we're doing this for a reason it sounds right. like you worked very hard in your past you were you were uh very hard for somebody else it sounds like Yes, exactly. So up until <laughs> this past October, I've made other 
people very wealthy. Um, my wife and I were able to buy our first home last March. Uh, and Congratulations. I said, Thank you. I said to her, honey, by the end of the year, I'm done working for somebody else. I'm going to have, have this business up and running. My wife doesn't consume cannabis, doesn't partake in the plant at all. She has a black thumb. She's not allowed like past just, hey, honey, uh, I'm going out into the like I'm not even playing. Uh, but she understands what this plant and what my passion for this and the community can do for our family. And so October, I looked at my then employer and I had just done Turp Town Throwdown and Croptoberfest and a few high bazaars. And I said, hey, man, I can give you about 12 hours a week down from my 40. And he goes, oh, why is that? I said, because frankly, I'm not making enough money to justify the time I'm here. Yeah. And he goes, well, are you making enough money to do things on your own? So as a matter of fact, I am. 12 hours was my gift to you. So since October, I've been doing things on my own. Lights are still on. We upgraded our heating system to mini splits. I now have a mini split in my flower room, which has definitely elevated the things in there. Um, things are good. And I'm doing this like I said, without breaking the backs of, of the consumer and the patient. Right. It's not about taking from them. It's not about providing mediocre material for money on my end. It's, it's about that meaningful connection, providing that medicine and that relief for those patients who are truly just looking for a way off the pills, off the booze, off whatever it may be and doing so in a way that that they feel trust you know between myself and them i i want there to be a bond between the farmer and the community and that's what uh, the nef market that we've created on wednesday nights is really about oh tell us a little bit about that yeah so uh new england's finest is uh, a market that currently operates in hartford we're adding our second location next week uh down in orange connecticut uh we'll be operating weekly as of uh this week we run from four to eight um and it's a private membership club so when you come your first time you you pay a one-time ten dollar fee to get your membership card and then you pay a small entry fee each time. And that gets you into our small collective of vendors, all of whom create everything that is on their table. So if it's a flower producer, well, they're a grower. They're not somebody who's representing other farmers. They are the farmer. If they're an edible chef, they're, they're the ones who have created all of these gorgeous creations and delights on their table. If they have concentrates, they're the ones who have extracted those cannabinoids and terpenes and created those rich products that so many people look out for. And so our market gives people an opportunity in a very relaxed environment to socialize and learn a little bit more about the plant, about the process, and about the people behind it. 
That's very cool. I like that concept. So what you eliminate are those who are selling prepackaged, you know, which would be found at some of the larger events, which, and I, and I commend you for that because that means you're truly supporting the, the, let's say the artists themselves. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I like talking genetics and doing that. So you get a grower, so, like, I just picked up – these are all Jinx. Jinx is from Massachusetts. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, creator yeah. of the Nine Pound Hammer. Yeah. Uh, so, Nine Pound Hammer is probably one of the more famous New England lines that have come through a lot of things. So, we'll be growing this out as well. This is the type of craft stuff you're talking So, I'm – everybody knows what the hell – what I do. It's not even a question. When I was arrested, I was arrested when they pulled 100 plants out of my house. <laughs> I saw them. <laughs> <laughs> When, We've when been I'm, in this a long time. When I moved into this house, I was uh, driving with about 67 plants in the back of my Prius V under I, a truck with the, the base bumping, riding dirty. But let's make, <laughs> let's make it clear now we all are medical patients. So we all oh, I already got things. sentenced for this. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm way ahead of you. Remember, I was meant not for growing, though. I have an LLC for my cloning and, and breeding program. So I'm I'm a ancillary cannabis company within right. the state of Massachusetts, fully regulated. Right. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys both about so that's that. you know what? That's another point. So you're an entrepreneur making this your business, making yep. this something that should hopefully pre- provide for your family. So not necessarily profits, you know over anything, but this is a business. All cannabis is medicine. Seeds is a large game. Realistically, if you're ready to do it, you let us know. This is another part of starting to work with other companies and do things. I bring the genetics we're doing, perfect. You touch base, I got a place for them. I'm dead serious, in all honesty. That's my new line dropping for Yeah, one. tell us. Yeah, I wanted to know. Tell us a little bit about what is what is your specialty genetics? I mean, what terpenes yeah. do you prefer? You know what I mean? I'm sure you're, you, there are certain terpenes that you like to work with rather than others. You know, I, I'm a I'm a limonene guy, you know. Make I sure like I get an entire collection from the line, please. I'm dead serious. You bring two. Got, two. Yeah, we'll take you. care of that, obviously. And then yeah. everybody knows that I threw in one of those things in there. So who knows? I have to hire like 150 people. I don't know if anybody wants a job, but you know, hey, I guess you know, I'm horrible. Um, yeah, and if you're gonna work with anyone, you might as well work with one of the activists who uh, who actually helped do this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking for a lead cultivator position. Um, just <laughs> throwing it out there on the radio. It'll be on LinkedIn next week. <laughs> but also every good cultivator needs tons of genetics and there's got to be a place they get them because the state oh. does not regulate and that's what i want to talk to you guys about that seems to be the one area and it's it, this is bothers me it doesn't they, bother me stop saying things well, don't, don't say it bothers you don't bring attention to no it just it's i don't why do they always forget where the plant comes from because it's hard to find somebody who just got a license. So I have to source 100,000 seeds for my first runaround. And how do you do that legally? Because now you have to source that's it from out I'm of saying. state. They don't. So that's why there's no framework. Seeds are not illegal. It doesn't matter what anything is. Seeds are not illegal. Keep them perfect. away from dirt and water. They're legal. Yep. Until germination, they're legal. 
That's right. Okay. So that's why they really don't regulate it or really know it's just a C. It's a B. It. You notice you look in all the regulations. They say from seed to sale, but they never tell you where to get the damn seeds. The the only the only exception of that. So having worked in Massachusetts and and been on the, the upper management level and and consultation route, uh, grows are allowed to input their starting database of all the genetics they may ever grow that they have in their possession. Yes, now, now but they don't care where they came from. After that period of time closes. Technically, there is no legal way for them to incorporate new genetics. Now, it happens. New genetics are incorporated typically through clones, which I wouldn't advise. But there is no true legal pathway after that initial entry spot to get new genetics. So as breeders like myself release new lines, if those unreleased, unknown, unheard of genetics weren't somehow on your predetermined list, you, you legally shouldn't be growing them in your this facility. This is for the commercial facility. And that's, right? where, that's where we find the shim shams happen. You know, that's where we find somebody who registered a thousand names in the beginning just to have names are now yep. buying seed lines and renaming the seed. And this is that's, but this is where this opportunity comes on, especially, hey, right now, what are we doing? We're seeing local companies, uh, local individuals partner with other brands and everything to get their funding to move in. I think the state said, at least for the Section 149, they're expecting 10 licenses, bare minimum. Right. Then we have the joint ventures from both of the other sides that have joint ventures. They have to bring in, that's their new opportunity to add new genetics through their two new companies. Yeah. Boy, would I want to be the local Connecticut brand that becomes the first Connecticut brand sold at all the adult use rec market. That'd be crazy. I'm just, you know. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> no, not throwing it. Just saying. We do GT selects. You know what I mean? I've been cloning and breeding for forever. It's something that I, it's not as, once again, got arrested for doing it. Served my time. Got convicted. It is. Thank you, State of Connecticut, for adding to my resume. Um, so it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you, I, like I said, I do hemp on large scale. Yep. When I seed out my hemp for the next crop, I'm getting 100,000 seeds per plant, realistically. I, you know, they were four seed plants. So it's an acre of seeded hemp that's for my next crop i'm literally pulling five six pounds of seeds yeah, yeah. So we're talking millions of seeds for the next round you know when we do cannabis breeding it's a lot more selective it's yep. um way more calculated we actually separate pollen now you know yep. so it's it's different so now you start pheno i'm in a pheno hunting project right now actually i have this really 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 durable old school gold mine skunk that was crossed to a durban this thing, if you go Connecticut season, this thing harvests like August 25th. Um, yeah, it's fire. It's from Maine. The a breeder from Maine. What's that? Yeah, like yo. Takes a beating. The wind blows on it. Takes up no mold, but pest resistant. This breeder from Matt from Maine 
has been breeding this in the northern part of Maine for 30 years. He's an old salty dog. His family does shellfishing. Like he's a salty dog. And I love this guy. And he he's perfected this strain till he's like, yo, I'm done. August 25th, I'm done. I'm done. Because in Maine, it starts getting cold. That's that MOB. Right. Everybody remembers the MOB, right? Why? Because she was resistant. Grew that in my first commercial facility. <laughs> so wow. these are those, you understand the genetics themselves and what Connecticut could do with it. Right. So you have a great place where like-minded individuals can come become a part of a collective, share text messaging, share your blogs, learn information about the plant, learn about only the finest of what New England happens to have. The crafters are able to now continue to connect and just so happens if they share things between each other, they share things between each other. But the idea is that you're networking new, you're networking uh, New England's finest all together. Correct. So each, each location is under the umbrella of New England's finest. We That's like beautiful. That. Yeah, we like that a lot. We like so that. Make I sure definitely you submit hope... that to our calendar. Yes. Oh, yeah, submit that in um, and we'll put that up. I do, we'll want, I do want to do a quick plug for our 420 event. We are okay. amazing 420 event on Wednesday, the 420. We are flying in David Sharif, uh, a world-renowned illusionist from Vegas, to okay. do live performance at our Hartford location. We're also looking at having tarot card readers and fire spinners and all of our wonderful normal vendors, as well as some local artists. It's going to be an amazing event. Uh, we just posted a link for tickets through uh, Eventbrite. Uh, super reasonable. It's $25. Uh, if you're not a member and it's 20, if you are a member, a veteran or a medical patient. All right. Very, yeah. very cool. So we'll make sure to post that. That's going to be a freaking busy day. Yeah. And I happen to be coming back to Connecticut for a few weeks right during that time. So I can't wait to come out. We do, yeah. Visit. We don't do anything on 420 ourselves at this no. point. I, I, <laughs> we believe that we have the years and years and years and years let you guys are really taking the torch and have really moved forward. We love seeing entrepreneurs because it's not even saying young entrepreneurs anymore. Connecticut is, a, is an area of mature entrepreneurs. We have been seasoned entrepreneurs. Let's not joke about this. The reason why they made it so hard and everybody's talking about because if there's a will there's a way where yeah. there's a will there's a way if one person or 10 people out of a hundred thousand then they're the they found their way exactly. right, find your way that's the way mm -hmm. i look at it yeah man and no i i i personally being like lou said we've been doing these for years nowadays we don't put on events anymore but we put on a bunch of 420 events where I'm happy to see the, let's put it this way, both the previous guest and you, the new blood, let's put it that way. And you guys are really doing a great job. You know, you have the right attitude of community. Do you know what I mean? Because it took a community to make this happen in the first Absolutely. place. And Absolutely. now that it's happened, you know, there has to be new blood. And it's so nice that us as the veterans, the OGs can see have you guys on the show help you build your brands through whatever we're doing now, you know, because we've moved up in the industry. We can now take the new blood and, and, you know, promote them and help them build the foundation of, of, for what, for what we fought so hard to happen. 
Do you know right. what I mean? Right. And we appreciate that. And, and this big is shout out Lou to some I of the other OGs. That. Big shout out to Kibra. Big shout out to Joe, Cody. Big shout out to Paul. Luke big shout Ortiz, out to Luis uh, Ortiz. Jason Ortiz. Big shout out to Ralph. These are all individuals who, big shout out to Lupino. We're talking back in the day before uh, the thing yeah. was the thing. And, so, and, you know, big shout out to the new blood too. You yeah. know what I mean? We big all shout out to all you guys. Get the gift gang. Keep that pushing. And another one big yeah. shout out to Christina again, man. You'll find you'll find that group up at the Capitol nonstop. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I know that that rule affects everybody, you know, and I was telling the other guests, the state's going to do what they're going to do. Oh, absolutely. If, if you can minimize the damage as much as possible on this round, remember. Yep. What you guys have done, or not you guys, but what has happened is that now this has been brought to their attention. And right. if you keep up with it, just like we had to bring legalization to their attention, if you keep up with it, eventually you'll be able to work out a legal framework. Absolutely. To do this, you know what I yeah. mean? But it may be, it may not be this year, but at least right. you won't be paying, going to jail for for a year or paying 10,000 no, or that. you know how you can work or, you know, I hate to say this on the air, but you know, you can find, once they have the law, you can always find the loopholes. Social. I, it's a large, it's a long, property, it's a long fight. And that's property, where brother, <laughs> you know, you want to be at the table versus trying to knock over the table sometimes. Um, that's it. And you, you've brought this to the table. So now it may take a couple of years, but eventually there'll be a legal framework. But meanwhile, work within the legal framework as well. You have people like Lou who may want to buy, you know, who may want to work with you. There's a lot of other people that you can supply in the legal framework. Right. So it's, it's all going to come together. My partner in New England's finest, Dr. Aaron Doolittle, uh, she's actually working on petitioning the town of Manchester. She's uh, amazing. Aaron is wonderful. Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. Yeah. That's See, right. That's a, yeah. Shout out to so, Aaron. She's uh, awesome. I was born and raised in Manchester. She's now a Manchester resident. Uh, she was at town meeting uh, this, this current yep. month, uh, petitioning the use of local town park space. Uh, for us to do some outdoor events. I've been in touch with their Department of Rec's head, who I've known since I was about seven years old. Uh, and I know the about half of the board of directors uh, personally. So we're working to, to build a relationship with Manchester. Um, obviously, they're kind of sitting and waiting to see how this gifting law uh, shapes out. But we're hoping to bring uh, some events to some really nice public spaces right. in Northern Connecticut. You got, well, I know you guys will find your way through this, these new legal ways. We always did, right? So yeah. <laughs> these aren't anything new, these events. No. no. <laughs> right? Let's put it. We let's, just let's, did them a little differently. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> a little they, more in sunlight than they used to. I haven't been convicted for that yet, back, have to go back to the old a little bit. No, I wasn't back. convicted for that part. So no, whatever you heard good. is whatever. That's the past, my friend. <laughs> Growing, though. That I did. I did that. And I did, <laughs> I, I did selling. So let's just go for that. Leave it at that. Jordan, I mean, we got to get off the air soon. But I want you to tell us how we can get in touch with you. Where can people find your event? You know, all the Instagram, all those good things. So uh, easiest way to find our events is through NEF Cannabis on Instagram. 
my personal Instagram is the name of my company, Terrapin Terpenes Genetics. Uh, or my website, terrapinterpenegenetics.com. Uh, I pretty much respond within 24 hours, whether it be an email, an Instagram direct message, or any other way of communication. This is my 24 seven now, uh, three, six, five. So I love what very, I do. Cool. I love help people connect well, the quality genetics that make their life a little bit more cozy. And, uh, thanks for having me today, guys. You are All right. welcome, Jordan. Blue, Weppa Farms. Weppa Farms everywhere. Greenhaven Media everywhere. Look out for our other shows on the Greenhaven Media Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at Greenhaven Media. And you can find us all over the place at all these different events. Thank you very much. We will see you next week. Lou, uh, take care, guys. Yeah. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high, because I got high. La da 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 da. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. La da. I'm taking it next semester and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high, because I got high, because I got high. Go to the next. Go to the next. Go to the next. I was gonna go to court before I got high. I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I wasn't gonna run from the cops, but I was high. I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high. Uh, <laughs> now I'm a paraplegic, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high, because I got high, because I got high. I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your too.